This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 371 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Hot farms and guys. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Our sponsors this week are Mill Creek Spreaders and Dr. Rose's Remedies. Today we take a look at a coastal farm for sale in Rhode Island. And we bring you a calendar that the ladies are going to love. And our Kickstarter Tech and Habit product is brought to you by a couple of innovative teenage entrepreneurs. Listen in. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the stable, it's every week. They'll bring you the news through hail or hot water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. Sit on down and laugh till your poop Cause it's time again for Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop This is Glenda Geek And this is Helena B And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show On the Horse Radio Network Well howdy Helena Howdy Glenn I have something special planned for you and all the lady listeners today. Okay. Coming up a little later in the show. You're not going to want to miss that. And I did it just for you because I love you, Helena. And I want you and your eyes to be happy today. (laughs) Me and my eyes? Okay. Yes. Yes. So they will be by the end of the show, I promise you. Okay. You've got good things coming. Well, we are, uh, we are, I want to mention this right at the top of the show. We are going to be celebrating International Podcast Day next Wednesday, the 30th, with two things. One is we're encouraging all of our listeners to post on their Facebook pages how much they like podcasts. Maybe post about your favorite podcasts and links to them and try and convince your friends that podcasts are a good thing and they should be listening too. And if they happen to include Stable Scoop and the other shows on the Horse Radio Network, we would love you for that. So that's what International Podcast Day is all about, is getting the word out about podcasts and trying to convince your friends to listen to them as well and really kind of helping them out with instructions on how to do it. What day is it? The September the 30th, next Wednesday. We are also doing something special. We've been invited by Disney World to come to Disney World. Dr. Wendy Ying and I and Jennifer and Kyle, her boyfriend, are going to be heading off to Disney World on Tuesday. And we're going to be riding Disney horses on a trail ride on Tuesday and then doing a carriage ride that night at at Fort Wilderness. And then the next morning, we're going to be doing Horses in the Morning live at 9 a.m. Eastern from Disney World. We're going to be coming to you from the stables at Disney World. We're going to learn all about Disney horses and kind of the history and what they use horses for today, how they find them, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yep. What they do with the ones that are retiring. So we're going to be coming to you from the stables at Fort Wilderness at Disney World, which is a mere boat ride away from Magic Kingdom. So we're looking forward to that. Of course, we're busy. You're huge Disney fans. So this is kind of a bucket list thing for us. And uh, they don't, as far as I know, nobody's ever done a show from the stables before. So mm. uh, this will be a first, and uh, it should be a lot of fun. It's a kind of a special thing, so we're very happy about it. 
And let, why don't we do this? Why don't we just get to the show? We got a lot to talk about. That works for me. And Helena, why don't you introduce our first guest? Because you know her pretty well. I do. We have Judy Chase coming on with us today. She has her own real estate agency. Um, she's with Mott & Chase, Sotheby's International. Sotheby's is kind of a big deal. And Judy and I go way back. She actually helped me find my farm here in Rhode Island. And um, she's sort of a big deal in this part of the world. She's got her finger on all the really gorgeous properties, um, in Rhode Island at least. So she's going to talk to us about an adorable, and I say adorable because on the scale of some of the equestrian properties we featured before, this one is a little bit on the smaller side at eight acres, but really tidy. I think you guys are going to like it. Welcome, Judy, from Mott & Chase, Sotheby's International Realty. Uh, Judy and I go way back, so it's really great to have you on my radio show. Absolutely, Helena. It's lovely to be here. Thank you for inviting me. We have a property that um, is your listing, and it's a horse property here in the Northeast. In particular, it is in Rhode Island. Why don't you tell us about it? Yeah, so it's actually on, um, it's called uh, Land and Sea. It was a, a development that was done uh, years ago. There was a family that owned hundreds of acres. They owned beach all the way to, um, you know, lovely, lovely farmland. So when they were doing the development, what they wanted to do, it's called land and sea. They wanted to have big pieces of land so that people could have horses, but still have access to a beach. So they won all kinds of awards when it was uh, originally platted out. So this particular property, it has um, eight and a half acres, and it's a lovely home. It's about 3,700 square feet. It's a contemporary, very sort of barn-inspired. It has a sort of a silo on the front. And it has four beds and three and a half baths. And it also has a fabulous barn. The barn has six stalls. It's all rubber matted. There is a heated tack room and bathroom with a big giant hay loft with a center hay drop and uh, washed all with heat lamps. Uh, there's also a 100 by 200 foot sand ring that's lighted. And it's got lots of really lovely grass paddocks uh, for turnout. And it has a silo on the house. <laughs> That's the, the house stairwell. Has a silo. Yes, it's it a does. Stairwell. It does. It's all very sort of horse inspired. Um, there's a horse property to the side of it. Actually, it's very interesting. The property next to it was used as. Um, a setting for a movie. I'm not sure it's out yet. It's the new um, Black Beauty movie that they really recently. There's a new one coming out. They, they, yes, and oh. they they filmed at the um, at the farm next door to this particular property. Well, first of all, you just told us something we didn't know that we have to look up. Uh, so <laughs> yes, can you look it up because it might be my friend Flicka or something. Okay, <laughs> well, so, so there's a new horsey remake coming out. We have to look that up. I believe it is Black Beauty, though. Okay, we'll check. We'll check that out. You know, I had friends that uh, I grew up with that had a silo on their house, and mm -hmm. uh, their silo was the uh, and the second story was the bathroom, and they had a round oh. tub in the silo because the silo was rounded and they had this round, it was the oddest shaped bathroom you've ever seen. The I would get lost in a oh. round tub. I wouldn't know what to do. Like, where do you lean back? What do you do with your feet? What, like, who, what do you, like, um, I would think about, you know, throwing some vegetables and <laughs> make a stew. And that's sort of the logistics of it all. Yeah. How exactly would this work? You know? And this particular silo is the staircase. Yeah, so it's, it's beautiful. A bit of a, you know, sort of a rounded staircase. 
It's, you know, and, and we're saying silo. You have to look at the pictures on our website uh, because it, it's really, it's it's a grand entrance. It's it's actually quite tastefully done. You know, you would think, oh gosh, there's a silo in this house. But everything, all the elements seem to work together. The house is scaled very well. You know, it's large, mm-hmm. it's 3,700 square feet, but the scale does not seem to be overwhelming or, or awkward, which I find pretty appealing. You know, and the way that they, the, the particular, the people that own it, they, that currently own it, they built it. And he, um, she had horses, their daughter had horses, and he played polo. So mm. they loved their horses, sort of an, ex- they were a bit of an extension of their family. So the way that they built the house is the whole back of the house is glass and faced out towards where the horses are. So the master bedroom is in the back. So if you're upstairs, you can see the horses and, you know, it's just all, you know, sort of designed to have the horses be a part of your life. It's very uh, thoughtfully laid out, actually, because like just even the way, you know, there's there's a two car garage, which is, you know, it's not a six car garage, which you tend to see in some of these larger equestrian properties. It's a nice two car garage. mm -hmm. The barn is an easy walk. Now, having horses at home it's really important that that late night walk in your pajamas from the house to the barn needs to be really easy. So yeah, it looks like exactly. this is set up just that way. There's a lot of things that make this incredibly appealing, especially for the price in our area. So there is a hayloft. There is a, a lighted sand ring. There's plenty of turnout. Eight plus acres. Hello. I mean, that's that's great. Well, you have to like mowing with this one, though. It is a big yard. Yeah, you got you a do. big yard. I but, think I'd yeah, fence in that are... front yard and have the horses out there like like uh, everybody around here does. Uh, what eating exactly. their lawn down? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Those four-legged moving uh, lawnmowers. That's exactly yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> so, and another nice feature about this particular property is it is um, exactly two miles away from a beautiful white sandy oceanfront beach that's called Green Hill Beach. And because this property is part of this, you know, sort of land and sea development, you own a a piece of the um, parking, a gated locked parking place that is just So it's a private beach? Your car. Wow. It's a private beach for this community or... It's a private, well, the thing about the Green Hill Beach is it's very, it doesn't have any um, public parking. Uh, So it's only for people, if you're fortunate enough to live on the beach or if you, there's a little beach club down there, the Green Hill Beach Club, or if you own um, part of this property, the land and sea development, they put a little beach house, a beach club up there with, you know, kitchen and such. So you have the ability to go there, even if it's the 4th of July on the most beautiful day in the world, a lot of us beachgoers, we know you've got to get there in the parking lot at 8 o'clock in the morning or you're not going to go. So this way, you have your own parking space, so it doesn't matter, you know, what's going on with the rest of the world, you can go to the beach anytime you want. And what's also nice about it is in between um, Labor Day and Memorial Day, you can ride your horses on the beach. So you can Ugh. take your horses down, you can trailer down, and you can, um, at the South Kingstown Town Beach, which is the furthest end, and you can basically use the whole beach all the way through two different towns, from South Kingstown all the way through Charlestown. And it's just a beautiful white sand beach with you know, views out to Block Island, and it's really pretty magical. 
And this, for, I would say, so normally, uh, a lot of times when we have realtors on, and we love to highlight equestrian properties, when we have realtors on, we're talking about a $10 million property. The nice thing about this one is it isn't. Correct. Yes, it's on, uh, the listing price is 845000 And, um, you know, it, it's just a, a complete horse experience. You know, it, and South Kingstown is a, a very... Um, it's connected to a lot of things. South Kingston actually has the University of Rhode Island within it. It's got a fabulous bike system, bike path, train station. There's a darling little town with little cafes and shops. And so you're, you're very much connected to civilization. And yet when you're out on your property, you know, you just feel like you're, you're somewhere out in horse, complete horse country, which I think is lovely. Um, and it's also um, 20 miles to what is absolutely spectacular. It's called the Arcadia Management Area. It's 14,000 acres. And it is absolutely completely loaded with horse trails and ponds. You can go camping overnight with your horses. It's just incredible. It's absolutely, the footing is spectacular. Okay, Glenn, should we start a GoFundMe site? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> it's a nice area. It's I, probably I cooler in the summer <laughs> than uh, Florida, so it'd be and perfect. It's only, how far is it from Providence, Judy? Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, it's Rhode Island, so everything is pretty much 30 minutes away. At least that's what we say. But it's probably about 40 minutes um, from door to door to Providence, which is, a, you know, a really lovely, lovely city, which... You know, if, if you don't know, it's constantly being um, awarded with the top city in the country for foodies. We actually beat um, Food and Wine magazine, just published it. We beat New York, San Francisco. I know, shocked face. But, um, <laughs> you know, it it's absolutely. It's absolutely spectacular. We have water fire. Um, they call it Venice of the Northeast um, and with the canals, and you can go to dinner by a gondola, and, you know, it's really, it's really great. Rhode Island, as you know, Helena, living in Rhode Island, it is probably one of the most beautiful places, you know, I would say. In, I, you know, and having, having grown up in New York just outside the city and then spent – to close to 20 years in Boston and now um, living in Rhode Island, I am so pleasantly surprised by Providence and the surrounding communities. It, it's a little secret. It, it really is a gem. And I'd have to say that the foodie thing is spot on because we've found, Buck and I have found some amazing places to eat and appreciate food in Providence. Mm-hmm. So um, it's it's a great little city and we have some really good um, higher education institutions, you know, there's anyway, it's a great place. Yeah. So it's proximity to Providence and, you know, you're still within a day's drive to New York and Boston. So I think this this has got a lot. Exactly. I I couldn't agree more. So, you know, it's, uh, it's definitely a a place to, to come and see if you're thinking about, um, you know, and you can have all of it, horses, beaches, you know, uh, high quality, urban life, you know, and it's Rhode Island. Like I said, we all say everything is within 30 minutes. Truth. Except for it's a little content, but just 
<laughs> Everything's an extra <laughs> yeah. 30 minutes. I was just going to say, we were just in Little Compton this summer, and nothing is 30 minutes uh, when you're in Little Compton. <laughs> Some people don't even know where. People are like, that's not even part of it's like, island. you live in the middle <laughs> of freaking nowhere. Yeah, I mean, just. I know. Well, I'll tell you, if it wasn't for Judy, I never would have heard of, of Little Compton. She's like, have you ever been to Little Compton? I said, what? Where? She's like, oh, get in the car. I know, Let's go. it's true. Okay, he, now he started in in a different place. I have to I, say I, I'm I on your website, different. which is yeah. motandchase.com. Motandchase.com. And I'm looking at the uh, a couple of the other places and this little one on Commodore Perry Highway is only mm-hmm. two and a half million and it is uh eight thousand eight hundred square foot house. Uh mm-hmm. and it's a nice little place with a uh with a kitchen about the size of my entire house. Uh, there he yeah, goes again. I'm going to play in the kitchen. That's true. And beautiful. That's a beautiful old legacy. Oh, man. Property. It has it's a billiard hall. Oh, that's it cool. Does. What, what is, it this does. This is about equestrian does. property. Oh. Why you well, you could put a horse in the front yard of this one if you really wanted to, probably. It's big enough. You could put a horse in the kitchen, could. apparently. Yeah you, can, yeah, you can put a horse in the bedroom. That's right. <laughs> that's right. It is. It's, it's beautiful. You know, because I have horses myself, I, I do have a tendency to have a lot of horse properties. And, you know, we're very lucky to have, um, you know, Rhode Island, a lot of it back in the 1600s, it was just beautiful farmland. So, you know, we have just acres and acres of green fields and stone walls and, oh. you know, all of those things that are just so, you know, just a lovely backdrop to having horses. This kitchen in this one is unbelievable. (laughs) You you see, you had to mention it because now I'm like drooling over the floors. All right, we got to go. There's another one that you (laughs) took up that we were just at doing some more um, photographs. It's called Little Rest Farm. It's on Wade's Corner Road in South Kingstown. And it is just a magical place also. It's about um, 17 or 18 acres with access to 200 acres of conservation land that's all horse trails that you can ride right from your property. So there's lots of good horse possibilities out there in the great state of Rhode Island. Who knew? Who knew? We didn't know. I didn't know. Oh, we didn't. Yeah. We didn't. That's great. It, there's a lot of open space in Rhode Island, a lot of well-managed open space. You know, I think it's, I think people, when they think of Rhode Island, everybody knows it's like the smallest state, right? They all, they all know that. Yeah. But yep. they all think it's Providence, and then that's it. You know, that... that Providence is Newport, it, and, or Newport, or Newport, and that there's really no right. countryside, but there's a lot of countryside. We drove through it. There's a lot of countryside in Rhode Island. Uh, exactly. Oh, look, there's another stone wall. Oh, look, there's another cow. There's another, you know. Yeah, so I was surprised. It is, it is actually, beautiful. At least, you know, and it's all compacted into a very small, you know, lovely package. Good things come in small packages. So, you know, we are. We That's are what we like to say back. about Helena. Uh, Aww. Uh, see. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining. (laughs) Thank you for so much for joining us, Judy. It's Judy Chase of MottAndChase.com. Cut right there. Exactly. Thank you so much, guys. It was a pleasure. Good job. Oh, yes. Wonderful. Hey, uh, Helena will send you a link. This will probably go up tomorrow. So Helena will send you a link if you want to post it on your Facebook page. Feel free. Okay. Sounds like a plan. All right. Anytime you need anything, you know, I'm happy to uh i appreciate the opportunity and i'm I'm happy to share any kind of horse properties that we have all right good we'll we'll keep you in the queue all right darling sounds good have a good one thanks judy 
So you've been thinking about getting a manure spreader? Well, here's why I think you should consider Mill Creek. They've been in business for almost 30 years with continuously improved designs to meet the needs of horse owners like you. At Mill Creek, models are virtually maintenance and trouble-free thanks to their exclusive sealed bearings. They're the only compact spreaders you'll find like that. Mill Creek customer service is second to none. Call them and you'll reach a knowledgeable person in their own factory right in Pennsylvania. With eight models available, they're happy to help you choose the right spreader for your budget and barn. Five models can be pulled with ATV or garden tractors. If you'd rather have a PTO drive, they've got those too. At Mill Creek, spreaders have the lowest sides and tongue weight of any on the market. One of the biggest problems we always had with our spreaders is they just rust. Everything rusts out, and then you have to replace the metal, and it's just a pain. If you don't want to ever have to worry about your manure spreader rusting again, then consider the Mill Creek Stainless Steel line. They are the world's first and only compact manure spreaders built out of stainless steel, and they're warranted against rust-through for life. Julie Goodnight, clinician and star of Horse Master with Julie Goodnight on RFD TV, has owned and used the Mill Creek Spreader every day for over nine years. She knows they represent great value and quality and is proud to endorse them. So, for the best compact manure spreading equipment you can buy, check out Man- Mill Creek's lineup. Years of trouble-free operation will get you out of the barn faster and give you more time for your horses. Give them a call today at 800-311-1323 or visit their website at MillCreekSpreaders.com. The perfect holiday gift. Well, what you know, if you're going to have a property that big, you have to have some place to put the manure, right? Because you're going to have lots of manure in that pretty barn and all those pretty acres. Well, one of the things you can do, and it's good for the ground, is to spread that manure with your brand new Mill Creek spreader. They are the finest manure spreaders out there. Your, you know, manure spreader is something that you want to buy once about every 30 years. And, you know, if you're going to buy one, you want one that's going to last. Well, they have their brand new stainless steel spreaders. And, you know, with the stainless steel spreader and all the parts, the little thing, the flappers at the end it's, that throw it out and everything is stainless steel. So it's not going to rust. One of the biggest problems you have with spreaders is the bed tends to rust out and all the little parts tend to rust out because it's made of metal and you're putting urine in it, right? You're putting acid in it. So, yeah. uh, so they tend to rust out. That's, they've solved that problem with the stainless steel spreaders. So go over, check them out. They have sizes for everybody. They have all different sizes of spreaders. Whether you have two horses and you're pulling it behind your lawn tractor, you could actually pull one of those with your lawn tractor, uh, Helena. And, or whether you have the big tractor with a PTO and you want a ground-driven one, you can do that. Or you want a PTO-driven manure spreader, you can do that as well. So from like two horses up to however many horses you have, uh, you can get a manure spreader to fit the size. And they're affordable, head-on, and well-made, made in America. That's the other thing. Head on over to MillCreekSpreaders.com. And don't forget, they're having a sweepstakes right now. Sign up, enter to win, and you could win one of their, looks like, four-horse-sized spreaders. And it's one of their stainless steel ones as well. So you definitely want to sign up for that. It's their 30th anniversary, and they're celebrating by giving you the opportunity to win a brand-new Mill Creek Spreader at MillCreekSpreaders.com. Coming up next, I have this for all the ladies. We have Allison coming up, and you're going to see why. 
We now have Allison Fair on. She is, I invited her on for one reason and one reason only. And that's for you women out there listening to the show. I know 95% of our audience is women, and I'm doing this for you. You can thank me later. You can send me a little note and thank me for doing this for you. But, uh, all right, so it's called Horse and Hunk Calendar. And it's coming to the United States for the first time, right, Allison? That's correct. This year's the first year. But it's not the first year of the calendar. No, it's been uh, in Europe since 2009. It's just the first year it's coming to North America. And Allison, were you in charge of driving around the farms over in Europe and finding hunky guys to come stand with horses and uh, yeah, be that work? totally sexually trivialized in this calendar? I think that would be any horse girl's dream job, for sure. Maybe we should have a contest for that. Uh, <laughs> yes, you do. Talent scout or location, location scout field trip with all our lovely models, for sure. <laughs> All right, so tell us about the calendar. What is it? Uh, it's a super unique uh, gift. It has 12 really uh, great-looking horses that just happen to be with 12 really great-looking guys uh, and some amazing, spectacular locations shot in Europe. And uh, like we mentioned, it's the first year it's in North America, and a large portion of our proceeds actually go to support the Brook uh, Hospital for Animals, which if you're not familiar with that, it uh, provides veterinary care. For horses and pack animals like donkeys uh, in impoverished countries. So, well, you get to see lots of lovely pictures. You also get to help uh, help some animals in need, which never hurts. That's awesome. I, I that's awesome. <laughs> the forgotten equines. You know, we we don't add a sight out of mind. So this is a really um, what a wonderful charitable group. Uh, so you okay, can feel I, good about yourself, ladies, as you're drooling over these pictures every month. <laughs> Well, yes, you now have a reason. There's, there's an ethical reason. So then when your it. husband says, what's that calendar doing in the living room? You can say, it's for charity. It's for a good cause. That's right. Exactly. It's for a good cause. <laughs> so, Helena, would you like to describe the months? Um, I, I would. I'm too busy looking at the making of this calendar because, you know, seeing... Oh, the, there's a video the on there. The That's right. And, on the website. Yes. Yeah. It's, yes. it's pretty good. Um, so let's see. How do I find the... You just go to 2016 calendar. Just click on that up at the top. Okay. And, and I'm trying to avoid that page because... Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. It's so the definitely a page begins, for the women. Yes. Yes, it <laughs> They is. say that the outside of a horse is good for the inside of a man, and we couldn't agree more. And I would say that the outside of these men are good for pretty much anybody <laughs> listening to the show right now. So, yeah. Wow. That, wow, look at that quarter horse. Now, they're all clothed except for they're not wearing shirts uh but they all have Correct. pants on so it's not a disgusting calendar no Definitely. it's tasteful. We tried to keep it hot but classy for sure yes it's tasteful uh and where did you find these guys i did not actually oh. my partner uh ian over in the netherlands actually she found them so oh god i just found guys. my favorite one so they're all oh, dutch god. guys they're all dutch guys no wonder yeah, they are all yeah, Dutch guys. Yeah. Only two of them actually ride, though. So that's let me the guess. Wait, part. let me guess. The guy yeah. at the beach on the gray. Yeah, <laughs> totally rides because his heels are down and he's like, "I got this." For sure. And there's like the guy. Um, there's a a great raining photo with a sliding stop at the end. Yeah, he has he had to never be. Ridden before. Really? And, you no, know, he, he practiced that stop three times before we got the photo for the calendar. Good God, that so guy's these ripped. These guys brought their A game. <laughs> like, 
I'm trying to There's guess who the other yet. horse Too guy is. Guys like that for sure. All right, who's the other whoever, horse guy, Helena? Whoever took the pictures, whoever the, whoever the photographer was, I have to say, did a really nice job of composing the images because <laughs> the horses, the essence of each horse is beautifully captured. Like, you know, the, the human model doesn't overshadow the equine model. It's a really nice balance. Definitely. I know that sounds kind of artsy, but it's that is so true. And yes. that was the goal um, about it, right? It's supposed to be horses and hunks. It's not just hunks at the barn <laughs> or that kind of thing. Um, there's calendars out there, I'm sure, that are lots of hot guys just there and everywhere. Um, we really wanted to make it about both sides of it. The, uh, the artsy side of the horse and, you know, capture that beauty as well and make it a little more fun for the ladies at the same time. All right, yeah. Helena, who's the other? You guessed once. Let's see if you can guess the other one, the other guy that's actually a horse guy. <laughs> um, well, I... Um, all right, so it's definitely the dude in the... You know, the, the guy riding on the beach, you said, what, what about yeah. the other guy on what appears to be a gray Andalusian uh, who has the tree behind him? And, um, no, his hands are in the wrong place. That? His hands are in the wrong place. Uh, no, his hands are in an in okay place. His, his, uh, oh, I know what you're talking about. He actually took lessons for the last three months. He is the second rider for three months before the calendar. So I will say he's novice. But he, okay. we picked our models about uh, halfway through the year last year, and he brought us A-game for sure. <laughs> so, okay, so here's my guess. I'm going to guess that it's yeah. the, the guy on the Palomino, because I would think that only somebody that's got some seat skills would be willing to sit to that. And I'm going to say no on the guy in the Palomino, because his feet are way too far in the stirrups. His feet are way too far, and, and their his heels are up. See, look at us picking them apart. Maybe he's never he's been on a horse. Maybe he's never been on a horse. He's not a rider. Uh, I was right. Okay. All right. Then I don't know. <laughs> All right. Who's the other one? I can't tell either. It is actually the gray with the tree. He, yeah. Uh, he started riding a couple months ago, and while the, the guy on the gray on the beach um, has been riding pretty much his whole life, you can definitely tell he's, he's yeah. quite comfortable. And last year, we actually had him... Jumping that same horse in the calendar, so he's uh, Is he Dutch? changed up. Our, yeah, in, in the last last year's calendar, he's riding the same horse but jumping instead. So does he want a job in like America? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Can't come here but, fast enough. Well, this so, is a so, great gift idea. Obviously, Christmas is coming faster than we'd all like to admit, right? Fall just started yesterday, so Christmas exactly. is coming. This is a great. Uh, it's like twenty four bucks. It's sixteen months, right? Is it twelve or sixteen? Or twelve months. 12, twelve months. Okay, so it's twelve months for two thousand sixteen. <laughs> Although there's probably plenty of women who'd wish they were sixteen. Yeah, and I don't think anybody's going to be throwing the months away. They're <laughs> they're going to be doing. They're not going to be throwing them away either. They're just going to be. Do, hanging them up all in a row. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, this uh, can be found at horseandhunkcalendar.com is where you find it. If you want to see the pictures we were just talking about, we'll post a link to it in our show notes as well. Um, now, is there a female version of this with, like, Swedish uh, women? Not yet. So uh, we'll have to give that some thought for that. I am voting for, sure. for Swedish women. If you're going for Dutch yeah. guys, I'm going <laughs> Swedish women, Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. No, just saying. And you know what? For the Italian women. And us guys don't care if they're riders or not. So 
And a matter of fact, yeah. if, if you forget the horses, that's fine, too. Uh, just, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. right. Yeah. You know, you should hook up with the gal who's running the um, uh, Would You Slow Down For Me Now campaign in the U.K., where they're featuring all kinds of uh, horse owners and riders uh, wearing, you know, in various stages of dress. Mostly undress, yes. Mostly yeah, undressed. mostly undressed. Yeah, and then the Riders for Helmets was doing that one with the helmets, too. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you saw that, where they were all getting naked and hiding behind things. Uh, yeah, it's uh, definitely a cool idea to bridge the two together, right? You can't, uh, can't say too many women would go speeding by those guys on the side of the road with a horse. No, uh no, uh Maybe um, back to them, I guess, but... And, but remind everybody the name of the organization that uh, benefits from the sale of this calendar. The Brook Hospital for Animals. And we've Brooke had them. We've, uh, uh, I think we've had them on the show uh, a while back, too. Yeah, it's a great organization. Yep. They're, uh, they're very forward-thinking and get out and do a lot of good things. And a big part of their program is uh, owner education, actually, in most of those countries, because a lot of people just really aren't, aware of how to take care of their horses in terms of farrier and health care, that kind of thing. So that's a lot of what they do as well, which is great. Sounds good. The name of it is horseandhunkcalendar.com. Don't say we ever, we never did anything for you ladies. Look at this. <laughs> We're out there representing, helping you We're guys out. Exactly. Buck says he wants to, he wants to see an over 50 version. <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants to see well, that, Buck. We'll have to put a casting call for that. Yeah, yeah. Nobody wants to see us. Trust me. Trust <laughs> no, me. No, I bet there would be a lot uh-huh. of women who would love to we see their... We have our first model, I'm sure. On the show, we could get... A dozen people would call in. I'm sure. Yes. Yeah, we that would be great. it right now. And they'd all be yeah, going, we, we'll please don't horse have them have husbands. their... Hey, can we do it with our shirts on? Uh, maybe that would help. Uh, Sure. Yeah, you we'll actually want to sell some calendars. She'll so. figure something out. She's the creative <laughs> genius behind this. She'll she'll hook you up. <laughs> Thank you very much, Allison. Appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you. Dr. Rose's Remedies Skin Treatment Salve and Spray are 100% all natural products. They are anti-inflammatory, antibacterial, antiviral, and antifungal. Dr. Roses are made with all human-grade ingredients and are safe and effective for treatment for all manner of cuts and scrapes on your horse. And Dr. Roses is the must-have product here at the Horse Radio Network headquarters to keep PT Scooter's delicate white pasterns free from dew poisoning and scratches. Ask for Dr. Roses at your local tax store or feed supplier or visit them online at drrosesremedies.com. That's DrRosesRemedies.com Coming up next is a special Kickstarter version of Tack and Habit. This Tack and Habit segment is sponsored by Sparkle and Boom. Whether you're new in business and need a brand new website or you already have one up and running, Sparkle and Boom can help. Find us online at sparkleandboom.com. 
Well, coming up on this week's uh, Tack and Habit segment, I was looking through Kickstarter like I like to do, and we've highlighted some Kickstarter projects before. I came across this video, and these two young guys are super young entrepreneurs, and I absolutely loved them. I thought they did a great job with their video, and they have a fun product that they're doing, and I wanted you to hear all about them. It's Wolfworks. Take a listen to the interview that I did. Now, I had to interview them early this morning because they were going to school. They're 14 and 17 years old. So I had to interview them before school. And you're going to hear this is all about their company, Wolfworks, and they do some cool products. And what you know to lead this off, I'm going to play the video from Kickstarter, and then you'll hear the interview. My name is Alex. And I'm Sebastian. We love technology and making cool things, but we really love dogs. We're brothers and the co-founders of Wolfworks. Last year at school, we started learning how to use a laser etching machine. And all of the amazing things you could print, which happened to include a picture of our dog, Cosmo. We thought this was awesome. We put our creation on Facebook and got a ton of people asking where they could get this for their pet. We looked around online, but didn't really see anyone that specialized in making these custom things for their pets. And we got to thinking, maybe we had accidentally come up with the idea for a business. See, it's kind of in our blood to do this sort of thing, because our mom was a veterinarian and our entrepreneurial dad works at a pet tree company. It's in our genes. Plus, we volunteered at an animal shelter and thought if we started this business, we could help them out even more by donating some of our profits to them. Wolfworks products are awesome, and we have a ton of things that we can do for you. And the process is really simple, too. Basically, you just pick what you want us to print the picture on, and then email us your pet's picture. Some of the stuff we can print on are smartphone cases, keychains, plaques, boxes, and granite. And as we go, we'll be adding other cool things where you can add your pet's smiling face. The pet smile? Um, no. So here's another little thing about us. We have this rare genetic condition that makes us look super young for our age. Kind of like we're in high school, but we're actually in our 30s. Boys, really? You're gonna lie in your Kickstarter campaign? Okay, all kidding aside, we are in high school. But we have a great team of actual responsible adults that are backing us up. There's Mark, the video guru. Brian, a nationally recognized award-winning graphics and design expert. Sherry, a top-tier pet industry executive. And our dad, who's a real whiz at starting a business. Okay, so now we need your help to launch our business. We have the product ideas and the process down. We've been shipping for a while now. But we gotta ramp up our inventory and get more machines to make all that awesome stuff that you and your friends are gonna want. Please support our campaign today by checking out the pledges and grabbing the one that's right for you. Thanks, and and have have a great day. Well, hi guys, welcome to the show. Fine, how are you? 
terrific. I'm so glad that you guys could join me and because you know we we highlight this Kickstarter Kickstarter projects that I really like and we highlight them on the show and I found your guys I think through a press release or something and I just loved it because you kind of reminded me of uh you guys reminded me of me when I was your age always starting projects and uh kind of the young entrepreneur. So congratulations on getting it this far. Well, thank you. Thank you. We've been working really hard. How long has the company been around? So the website um, we put up around a week ago or so, and the actual Kickstarter went live just two days ago. Well, I know, and you've done pretty well. I mean, uh, where are we at? Three Over $3,000 or something? Yeah, right now we're at $3,207. You know exactly, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I've been watching it. I bet you have. Well, there'll be some more once I put mine in it, right? Um, All right. I, I'm deciding which I want to get because this is going to be a gift for my wife, and I'm glad she doesn't listen to my shows because she'd know that. <laughs> so, so now, you guys started this off at with the laser printer, basically at work uh, or at school. What are you doing now? You're not—they're not allowing you to do this for their business. Did you have to buy one? Yeah, we have one on lease right now. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, is that part of what the money's for? Right. Part of the money is going to be to pay back, you know, the lease that we have on the printer. And then the main the main portion of our money we're trying to save up for college, you know, give back to our parents that have been saving up for us and giving us, you know, the goods of life. Well, I happen to also know, Sebastian, uh, I heard you guys are in sports and school. When do you plan on, like, printing stuff? All right. Good question. So once we get this going and we start getting lots of orders, we might have to uh, hire some people. But right now, we're basically just doing it in our free time, you know, after school or after sports, just working it in. But once we start getting uh, a lot of orders, we might have to uh, hire some people and then get the orders through them. Uh, Be honest now. Would you rather print orders or do homework? (laughs) Print orders for (laughs) sure. Yeah, yeah, that's what I would say, too. (laughs) So where do you hope it goes from here? Oh, we just hope it goes, you know, globally, as as big as it can get. Um, You know, we started this, you know, accidentally, as you as you as you read, and uh, we're just we're just trying to scale it as large as we can get here, and you know, give it give it to everyone. Oh, in another two years, I'll be seeing you on Shark Tank, (laughs) 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 and then they'll rip you guys to shreds. Do you watch Shark Tank? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. do. I we figured do. I figured you did. <laughs> well, now, this is also, now, the name of the company is Wolfworks. We're going to get that changed to Winnieworks here very shortly. Um, <laughs> because this, you know, we're talking about the, you know, and in the video and everything, you talk about it being great for dogs. It could be for cats. Uh, but it also could be any picture. It doesn't matter the picture, right? It can be horses. It can be whatever. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it could be a picture of your kids. It, it doesn't matter. Right, right. You, you know, know, we've given pl- we've given plenty of gifts, you know, to people as you know, pictures of their kids or pictures of their girlfriend or you know, just anything. And now, what what uh, what are the different products that are available right now? So on, on our Kickstarter, we have a tree jar, a box with a marble insert, a phone case, and a luggage tag. And you have a plaque of some sort too, right? Is there uh, available on the website? Did I see that? Yeah, on the website, we have uh, lots of other stuff. On, we have plaques on the website. Okay. For, for our Kickstarter campaign, we just wanted to 
get out a few products that we thought would reach everyone because we don't want it to be too confusing or uh, we wanted to reach a variety of people. You know the the leather is a it's a leather uh, luggage tag, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, you know what I thought about with those, I, you could probably print a business card on there too, couldn't you? Right, right. Yeah, I'm probably going to be ordering those for for the business and have a business card printed on there because when we carry our equipment on the airplane and stuff, we need a luggage tag, right? So it'd be perfect. Exactly, yeah. That's exactly what we're going for. Yeah, that would be perfect. Well, congratulations, guys, on getting this started. I I don't know if we're going to be able to help you or not, but we'll give it a try. If somebody's looking for a great Christmas gift that's different and custom and unique, then you know, start now because custom gifts you know do take a little longer. What what do you expect your turnaround time to be? So, if we just get our early bird orders, like we have on our Kickstarter, we have multiple levels that have different uh, turnaround times. So our early bird, which is usually about one to 200 people, will be turnaround uh, next month or so, um, uh, maybe November. So that's a pretty quick turnaround time. So they'll have those before Christmas. But our, if we get more orders than that, they should be turnaround maybe before Christmas, but in that December month. Um, and then if we get a lot of orders, we have one level that won't be done until January, February. Okay, and that's, so, indi- that's indicated right on the Kickstarter page? Yeah, that is on the Kickstarter page. All right, cool. Well, good luck with this, guys. I wish you the best. Thank you so much, Glenn. All right, see ya. Thank you. Well, before we wrap the show, I just wanted to tell you that Jennifer took Beaker, her quarter horse, up to the Hunter Pace that was at the uh, hunt that's up uh, in Gainesville, Florida, and she had a blast. She well, hunter paces are awesome, and and Beaker's awesome, and Jen's awesome. So how could she not have a blast? A friend and a listener of ours went along. What's the weather like down there right now? Is it comfortable? It's it's starting to cool off a little bit. So the humidity's down a little bit, and we're at about ninety degrees every day. But the humidity (laughs) is down, you know, uh, about ten percent. So that makes a huge difference. Yeah, okay. 90 all of a sudden becomes tolerable. It's not 100% humidity. And actually, we have not had rain in four days, which is a miracle. Wow. Uh, so she, yeah, she had a great time. She said Beaker was jumping little jumps. And she said Beaker, when she got there, was all fired up. Which, and you've ridden Beaker. You know that he doesn't get no, that way. No, I haven't ridden Beaker. You've never ridden Beaker? No, no. Oh, but I thought I you did. those quarter horses, they can get themselves all jacked. Well, he was. Things. And apparently there was a girl in her group. And uh, a very tall, uh, warm blood girl who he had, who he was competing with the entire time. <laughs> so apparently, this girl was about seventeen hands of warm blood, and Beaker just thought that he had to keep up, and you know, had to be one upping the girl the whole time. So. Huh? Yeah, so Baker did not like the fact that the ladies were maybe going to be leading the way. Uh, So he was uh, apparently he was a lot of fun to ride. Jennifer said because you know Beaker can be kind of boring. (laughs) Just he's a you know he's (laughs) a ranch horse. Zeke used to be that. So I had a chestnut quarter horse. If you guys have been following along, you remember Zeke. He used to get all jacked up when we would we would hack to the hunt meets, and you know it'd be this nice quiet trail ride, and then you finally come out to. you know, where everybody was meeting and he would get juiced up. Like, let's go, mama. <laughs> so th- yeah, they get jacked up when they know what's happening. And especially if they have somebody they could compete with. It's everything's a race. When you put a bunch of horses together in a group, it always becomes a race, no matter what you're doing. 
Well, we'll have to have her on. She's, uh, I think she's heading out this Sunday for their, they're doing how they're starting hound walks. Um, and they're up to, I don't know. She said they, they, they started, they're really looking for new members at this particular hunt. And I wish I could give them credit, uh, by knowing which hunt it was. Let me look this up. They're in Gainesville, you said? Yeah, they're a fox hunt in Gainesville, so I'm I'm Googling that now. Me too. Uh, Let's see who gets there first. um, But they're really looking for new members, and they're trying to get new members. Misty Morning Hounds. Yes, that's that's exactly what it is. And they're drag, too. Jeez, how far is that from you? She said it takes her less than an hour. To get there, and it's all highway, and she said it's right off the highway. But if you go to if you go to mistymorninghounds dot com and look at the yeah. homepage picture, you'll get an idea of the hunt country they go through. Yeah. I mean, it's all the Spanish moss and the live oak trees and the palm trees and everything. Oh. And she said there was a good section, uh, you know, a couple hundred yards that was swampy. So they went through the swamp. She said she sent the other two on her team through first to scare the snakes away and the alligators <laughs> oh, before Jen. she went through because this area is known for alligators, actually. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> so she had a blast, and she's going to go back for the... To explain to people what the... She calls it the walking of the hounds or the running of the hounds or whatever it's called. It's like a kind of preseason, right? Hound walking, yeah. Um, and some some hunts will do it on foot, and some will... You can walk the hounds out while you're in the tack. Um, it's basically just a way to exercise the hounds. Sometimes if they're young hounds or it's cubbing season... Um, it's a, you couple them up and the older hounds will, um, help teach the younger hounds how to do their job. So it's an informal outing and exercise, but it's, it's not actually hunting at full speed or with a live, um, a live scent. Well, apparently they started off a couple weeks ago and because they're encouraging new members to come out, they're trying to get new people like all hunts are now. Yep. Uh, they have been really explaining everything to everybody and they've been, they started out slow. Like they only went out for a little bit and uh, they've been increasing it every week. So now they're getting to the point where it's, it's uh, you know, it, it's a good length ride. Yep. Uh, so she's going to head out and, you know, really wants to, uh, I think she's going to be doing a lot, a lot more hunting this year. I think she oh. really wants to get into it. So, um, this is really nice. And they do these great maps of their routes, you know, on the website. So, you know, a lot of times you get out there and you're, you're, you're cruising along. All you know is how to get to the meet, the meeting place. And then, um, you, you head off into the woods and you have no idea where you are, where you're going. You just kind of follow everybody else. So this is a really nice, um, they have a nice route map section on their website. And you don't, and one of the things I think we need to explain too, is if you're thinking about going out and you're thinking about, you know, trying to do something with the hunt, you can do as really, you can do as much or as little as you want to. You can be part of the pack that does the crazy stuff and jumps the big jumps, or you can be part of the pack that goes around all the jumps. So there's, you know, you can do as much or as little as you want to, and you you don't have to be a member. You can go as a guest. They really are encouraging people to come out and give it a try. So yeah. you you have to pay a guest fee, but uh, I don't even think this one's that much. I was trying to look on their website how much it is, and I don't know. Uh, but you know, it's you don't have to join and become a member. You can go out once and give it a try. You can go out once and give it a try. Um, don't go out on a horse you don't know unless it is provided to you by the hunt that you're riding with and it is a quote-unquote guest horse. Um, just, yeah, make sure you know the horse you're on, really. Yeah. If you have and, a super trustworthy horse and you've been out on trail rides before, cross-country before, uh, 
then that if would you've be done a hunter pace successfully or group trail rides and you kind of have an understanding of how your horse is going to behave go for it definitely do it or if you've never done it before call the hunt secretary and say do you have a guest horse i can use because then they can put you on a horse who knows how to hunt so really the only learning curve is yours um you know and this it's, is a 527-acre plantation called Perry Plantation. It was actually the home of the fourth governor of Florida. And it was built in the mid-1800s. And if you saw the pictures, I'll post a picture on our, our Facebook page, too. If you saw the picture of Jennifer doing the ride over the weekend with the big house in the background, yeah, uh, that was that's the Perry Plantation, the 527 acres. And what's interesting is they have a picture, and it must be the one day this happened in the last 80 years. They had a picture on their website of the hounds out with a tiny bit of snow on the ground in front of the plantation house. Oh, wow! And that's actually if you go to uh, if you go to their website at mistymorninghounds.com and go to the Perry Plantation Historic Site link, you'll see. Uh, I mean, it, it's tiny; it's a dusting, but that's probably the last dusting it's seen <laughs> here in Florida. We don't get too yeah. many dustings of snow, so uh, there you go. And they found tons of. Uh, she was telling me they found tons of Indian and Civil War artifacts on this property. Um, so that, you know, travelers were going through this property during the Civil War and all the way back to uh, Native American times. So uh, pretty cool. This is awesome. Actually, they have a great Facebook page, too, and they have lots of pictures um, of some of their members in action. It looks like really fun um, open country. Like, this is great. I want to go. Oh, all right. What, what, do- you have to come down to visit. I have to come down to live. <laughs> yes, you do. I keep telling you that, but you don't believe me. Well, I didn't that. realize that there was a hunt this close to you guys. <laughs> yes, there is. It's and she's. I think she's really going to get out a lot this year. So I so hope I'm, she I, does. I hope she does too. She really needs to do that, and she loves doing it. So it's a lot of fun. So well, it's thank- right smack in the middle of the state. Yes, it is. It well, and Ocala is really right smack in the middle of the state. We're about an hour and fifteen minutes from the beach at the Atlantic, and we're about an hour from the beach at the Gulf. So we're right in the middle. All right. The state. I like this a lot. And it's beautiful country to hunt. I mean, with the with the Spanish moss and the trees and you know, it's really cool. It really Yeah, is and neat. the gators aren't gonna bother you. You know, no, they don't like usually little, go after If you're horses. like a little Jack Russell Terrier, you know, who if you know fell off better, in the if you fell off thing. in the swamp, they're probably only gonna take a foot or an arm. So you're fine. They'll probably run away. You've you got know, like, three left. You're good. You only need three appendages to be all right. So it would just be, be the bugs that I don't you know, those creepy bugs that live in the south. Yeah, we do have big bugs. Really you big, big dangerous bugs. <laughs> it's the only, I don't like big, dangerous bugs. I had to carry a can of, like, off or something with me. All right. I mean, we have, we have ground bees up here. There's nothing worse than being out in a, you know, oh, you second know, flight when you're in the middle of everybody. And we have someone in the first flight says, bees. We have so many fire ants now. Oh, their fire ants mounds are just popping up everywhere. And you just have to be careful because you step in them and in two seconds they're on your legs and then you have bites that itch for a week. Uh, Mm. They're awful. They're they're one of the real negatives of living in the South is the fire ants. But anyway, there's prices we pay to live anywhere. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. You can find Helena at? You can find me at Helena at horseradionetwork.com. Or I've been busy working on websites this year, so please uh, visit me at sparkleandboom.com, and you can send me a message there as well. 
And uh, you can find all the past episodes of the Stable Scoop Radio Show at StableScoop.com. Get our app at iOS or Android on your phone or your tablet and just look up Horse Radio Network. Stable Scoop is one of eight shows on there. And don't forget, post next week. Anytime next week is good, but Wednesday would be perfect if you post uh, that you love the Stable Scoop Radio Show on your Facebook page and encourage other people to listen too. Send them to link to StableScoop.com. That's it for this week. That is plenty, but there will be more next week. Until then, happy scooping.